It's your girl, Marisa, and you are listening to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. nation. I have just recently fell in love and not with my amazing husband that I've been with for a very long time, but with a new delicious tasting gummy from Goalie. Goalie is now a partner of the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. And I'm talking about the apple cider vinegar gummies. When you try these, and I was skeptical at first because I thought I was going to taste a whole lot of vinegar and not a lot of apple. I was completely wrong. These gummies are gluten-free. They're vegan. They're non-GMO, they're kosher, and they are just absolutely delicious. You got to try them for yourself. And so if you put in the code, go on the website, goli, G-O-L-I.com, and put in the code HERDTHAT, H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T-1-0, and put in the code right now, you'll save an additional 10% on any order, whether you do just a jar of the gummies, they got ones for sleep, they got multivitamins, they got the apple cider vinegar ones, as I... Definitely tell you, you got to check them out. Put in that code, save yourself an additional 10%. Go to goalie, G-O-L-I dot com. Put in the code H-E-A-R-D-T-H-A-T-1-0. Save your additional 10%. Any kind of of gummy that you want, you definitely got to check them out. I mean, I could talk about it on and on, but I want you to try them for yourself. Go to goalie.com, check out their gummies, and get your wellness together today. What's up, Heard That Nation? Listening in the United States and around the world, you are now listening to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. If you're watching right now on YouTube, do me a favor, hit that subscribe button so you stay in the know of every new episode and guest that I have on this show. Your girl got a lot of big news coming. I mean, I got a lot of big news that's going. I'm going to announce because it's it's been a lot that's been happening for your girl. So great to be here. Great to be on. I know it's been a minute, but when I tell you the big things that are happening with this show, with me, it's just been absolutely amazing. I mean, big news like my Lions right now, the Kings of the NFC North sitting there at three and one on top. And I'm rocking my Lions jersey right now for those that are watching on YouTube, because, you know, when you got good news happening in your life and you got good news going on with your team, I mean, you got to like bring that energy double time into the studio. So yeah, that's what's happening uh, with my amazing Lions right now, sitting at three and one. And then next, uh, our next game up is against the Carolina Panthers. Listen, 
It's amazing to me that I see, and I'm going to go into what I'm going to be talking about today on the show. It's amazing to me the amount of fair-weathered Detroit Lions that are coming out of the woodwork, the ones that are quote-unquote diehards. They're now coming out of the woodwork. Now that they see that the Lions are first place on top of the mountain of in the, in the NFC North. And, you know, your girl be keeping receipts on some of these people. And, you, you know, and it's great. The ones that have acknowledged it on X, formerly, uh, you know, as known as Twitter, that they have, you know, said, yeah, I was one of those ones that doubted his team or, yeah, I doubted a quarterback or, yeah, I doubted the leadership of Brad Campbell uh, or Dan, uh, Dan Campbell. Um, you see, I'm, I'm mashing Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell together. Brad Holmes is the genius that is, you know, that has brought our team from the pinnacle of abyss. And Dan Campbell is the one that has like literally steered the ship along with our great coaching staff, Jared Goff, our QB, our defense is on all cylinders. Our offense is coming together. I mean, everything that I could ask for in my lifelong fandom of the Detroit Lions is coming true. And yes, people are like, Marisa, stop sipping, stop drowning yourself, stop baptizing yourself up in that Honolulu blue Kool-Aid. I'm, I'm doing, listen, the whole, I'm all in, I'm all in of this team and the vast improvements that I see from week to week. And those that are, you know, fans of your teams, i.e. the 49ers, the Philadelphia Eagles, the two teams that are still left that are undefeated, the Miami Dolphins were there until they visit, you know, the Josh Allens in Buffalo and they brought them right back down to earth. That huge historic 70 to 20 that they put on the Broncos, they kind of got, you know, brought back down to reality with, uh, you know, literally the Bills just put the foot in them there in Buffalo. So there's, there's things you've got to celebrate, especially when your team is doing good and they have a possible chance like mine to do something that they haven't done in a while, which is, you know, win the NFC North and then do something beyond, which is the Super Bowl. And I'm going to need everybody in Heard That Nation to listen to the sound of my voice, because if that happens, your girl is going to need all the support that she can get. Crowdfunding, GoFundMe, car washes, bake sales, all of that to send your girl to Las Vegas to watch her team play. But let me scale it back because we are going into week five. So with my team on top of the mountain, and the teams that I just said, you know, fans being excited about their teams. You have four teams that are going into week four that were trying to find their first win. The Vikings, the Broncos, the Panthers, and the Bears. So, of course, my full attention with everything going on was going to be the Bears against the Broncos. And I had them in my, uh, the pick them that I had uh, with all the games that I had listed, who was going to win and everything else. And shocking to me, I, I actually picked the Broncos in this one, but I wanted to be proven wrong. I wanted to, I wanted the Bears. I wanted Justin Fields. I wanted this team to get it. I wanted the offense to turn it around. I wanted the defense to show up. I wanted uh, head coach uh, Matt Eberflust in, the, in this team with everything that has been going on with this team. They actually see some kind of daylight. And, yes, they are in the NFC North. But with things happening, going with the things happening on their team or had happened with their team, you just you just want to catch a break, right? And, and I'm friends with a lot of Chicago Bears fans, so just like I want to catch a break. I mean, i.e., the Jets can relate right now, the Giants can relate right now. So just a lot, 
but you know the two team you know the two teams that are seeking their first win after these four games are played so after you know the vikings and the panthers play and that was a back and forth the the panthers who or detroit will play coming up in the next game are zero and four so i'm watching this game and and, and i'm checking to see what the improvements have been uh you want to go back a few it's been you know the first two weeks of the season they lose their defensive coordinator, Alan Williams, suddenly, immediately resigns. Stated that it was his family. He got focused on his family, got focused on his health, even though there was reports saying about, you know, the FBI invading his house or some uh, graphic materials or whatever they was looking for. You, I mean, the outcome of that, we don't know, just that now he's gone after week two. So they were sitting at 0-2. Fast forward to two weeks, you know, you're going into fourth week, they're playing the Broncos. So... They had that happen. And then their facility uh, ended up getting vandalized and $100,000 worth of equipment gets stolen. So that is happening. You got some discussions in between of, you know, between the quarterback and the coaching staff. Justin Fields not trusting the coaches uh, for the words he was saying and, you know, the leadership there. And then he retracted his words saying, you know, I got to be a better leader for this team. I got to do better. I got to, you know, make sure that I'm making the plays and so forth. And we're going in, you know, it made you gonna you know, play a very good Broncos team who at that time they were 0 3 2 trying to find their identity. Russell Wilson getting the bag, but you know, nothing to show for it. You know, so both teams searching for the first win, both teams struggling with the ball and so forth. So you got your first half. Bears looked like they was gonna run away with it. I was quite impressed up at halves 21 to 7. And going into the second half, I'm going, okay, they're gonna bring this energy into the game i mean they're at home they're making the plays everything's on all cylinders but then here's the thing that i had learned in this game is that the struggles that have been since russell wilson has joined this broncos team and then you got you got sean uh payton head coach sean payton and and realize too about coach payton is that coach payton is that old school coach that, you know, he's going to be hard on his players. He's going to be tough on his players. He's going to say what he's going to say. You see that a lot of on the post-conference. Uh, he's going to mention players. If they don't step up, he's going to mention you by name and has no shame about it because he's that he's that guy. He's straightforward, direct, and he's not going to sugarcoat. So the second half, I'm going, okay, this is going to be an ugly situation for the Broncos going into the second half. They are – they can't stop the, the run. They can't stop the arm of, of Justin Fields. Where's Russell Wilson trying to, you know, got it, you know, pretty much galvanize his team and bring them together. And when, when I tell you that to come back down from 21-7 to score 24 points and then the Bears end up losing 31-28, to 28, I'm just like, there's so many factors that has gone wrong with this team that now sit at 0-4. Whose fault is it? Uh, and, and, I, and I had to, and I had to like, after watching this, and I watched this a couple of times, just, you know, I watched it full in, in, in its entirety. And then I went to look at, you know, certain plays and, 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 and just the body language of it all. Matt Everfluss kind of is a defensive minded coach. So I know that reports of when he took over this team, it was mixed. I asked some of my Chicago Bears fans, I'm like, how are you feeling about, you know, Matt Eberflus taking over your team? A lot of, you know, mixed emotions like going, oh my gosh, I don't understand why in the world is he going to be able to develop Justin Fields? Are they going to let him play to the full ability that we saw him play at when he was in college? 
you know, are they going to be on the same page? Those were the questions that were going to be answered. It's or are needed to be answered. And so you're you're watching this team and and just it, it it's just more questions than answers when it comes to certain plays. It's just, you know, the the offensive line protecting him when he's in the pocket and uh the, the time, the many times that he got sacked. And then you just you just look at where is the leadership, where is the development, what are they doing for him? And I was watching some of the media shows and I was watching Get Up and I was watching First Take and I, I was hearing um, Mike Greenberg talk about, you know, that they are setting Justin Fields up. They have set Justin Fields up for failure. And if he was, for example, on the Atlanta Falcons, the whole situation would be better because why? The coaches would develop him to the quarterback potential, the talents that we have saw when he was with Ohio State. And we're not seeing that. He's, he's like, he's being withheld to play and unleash the ball and, and make these plays. It's just like he's playing with uncertainty. And mind you, again, he's in, th he's in year three. He's not a rookie. So, you know, you don't get that benefit of a doubt like a Bryce Young that's trying to figure it out at Carolina. But on the flip side, you got C.J. Stroud, who hasn't thrown any interceptions, and he is in his, in his bag right now to the C.J. Stroud that we saw at Ohio State. We saw the, you know, that he was a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, and deservingly so. And so you're seeing shades of that leadership, and you're seeing shades of that role that he's getting at, that he's getting better and better each week, that the Texans is that team that people need to start talking about if they continue on the path of getting, you know, continuing winning week to week to week to week. And so now you're looking at this Bears team with everything that's happened, with their defensive coordinator resigning, with the body language of Justin Fields, this offensive line that's frustrated, the defensive line is frustrated. Uh, they haven't won, unfun fact, since week seven of last year in October. So you're coming up in, we are in October, so you're coming up with how in the world can they figure this out? Uh, and their next, you know, they got a short week, their next opponent is at Washington versus the Commanders. So in the commanders, you know, are starting to figure it out with their quarterback and their teams. And, you know, you got Eric Bieniemy that's just, you know, doing so, so well on, on the offensive side of things. And so how, when is this team going to win? When, when is it going to be the turnaround? When are they, when are you going to see uh, Justin Fields feel confident? When are you going to see these coaches actually invest in the, his, his talents? When are you going to see a defense be the defense of, you know, several years ago and in the key pieces that they need. You got the draft that's going to be coming up. And I'm not trying to fast forward it because we're going in the, you know, we're in the week five and the football season has already gone by so fast, college and in the NFL. The Chicago Bears, you know, you're looking at possibly, and I saw, and it's always the fans online that, you know, if your team's not doing well, you know, tank for, you know, whatever player. You got Caleb Williams out of USC possibly could go and win back-to-back -back Heisman trophies, you know, since Archie Griffith did it in the 70s. And, you know, do you tank for him? And then they already got a number two pick as a lock. So you could possibly have the first two picks. So if you end up getting him, you're going to have to get rid of Justin Fields and the overhaul of players to obtain Caleb Williams to be some kind of contender in the NFC North. I mean, biased to me with my Lions, I don't want you to be a contender, but with teams, they got to they gotta figure it out. They got to figure out what their next moves are, what their next steps are. 
uh, Matt Eberflus? Does he stay with the team? Do they get a new head coach? Do they just basically do an overhaul? There's a lot of questions surrounding this team. Um, and so, you know, they, they just got to figure it out. It's just sad to watch them just continually, uh, you know, just go downhill from the potential that they have. And so we'll see what, what they're going to do against the commanders. It's going to be an interesting game. I definitely am going to check that out uh, coming up on their short week on, you know, Thursday night prime. Um, but who knows? I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing the feedback of all the Bears fans that are literally frustrated and burning their jerseys. I mean, we're in week five and they want to disown their team that they're, you know, lifelong fans of. So uh, we'll just see about that. So as I'm rocking my Detroit Lions jersey, I'm going to stick with you know, my beloved city, the beloved state. Uh, we had to say farewell to the legend himself from the Detroit Tigers, Jose Miguel Cabrera. Miguel Cabrera, Miggy to many, number 24. Uh, farewell, adios to his career. Uh, just recently had announced, he actually announced his retirement before the season had started, but he spent 20 years uh, in baseball, four of them with the uh, then Florida Marlins, and in the 16 seasons with the Detroit Tigers. His resume just speaks for itself. And if he's not a first ballot into Cooperstown, uh, I, I don't know how in the world, I mean, the vote, the voting is rigged. Like he should automatically be, and hopefully your girl will be there because I want to see him being inducted. But a 12-time All-Star, he won a World Series with the Florida Marlins in 2003. Uh, two-time um, American League MVP. He's a two 2012 Triple Crown winner. Uh, Seven-time Silver Slugger winner. Uh, Four-time AL batting champ. I mean, the list just goes on. And he's going to work as a uh, special assistant with the Detroit Tigers. So even though that he's not going to be suiting up in the baseball uniform, he's still, he's still staying with the Detroit Tigers uh, in that role. So that's good to see him going into the front office to the team that he's been with majority of his career. And it reminds me of a story and it's going to go right into, you know, the part that I'm going to talk about the last part of the show that I'm going to talk about. And when you have the opportunities to meet someone, uh, your sports heroes, your your sheroes of you know your actors, your actresses, you know entertainment, sports, and all of that. Uh, it used to be where I would just like fall out and be like, oh my god, they're right, they're right by me. What am I gonna do? I want their autograph. I want this one. That me now, I I I have met so many great people throughout my lifetime to where my 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 whole mental has shift shifted to you know what is their mantra? What what gets them going? Uh, on days that they feel low? What is, you know, one piece of advice that they can give their younger self? You know, that kind of thinking that I have now when it comes to, you know, life, because unlike myself, who is not worldwide famous and a multimillionaire yet, uh, you know, people that I have met have that accolade. They have developed that. They have established that. They have worked hard to get to that level. And so, I was at the ballpark with my dad and my dad and I, when I lived in, um, in Michigan at the time, we took it in the game at the uh, Detroit Tigers. And at that time, Curtis Granderson is one of my favorite players still is. I still have his Jersey and I wore it just that day. So I can, you know, hopefully get his autograph. And then so many people, it, I mean, it was the, his, their favorite player as well. And so home, home game, 
I'm there and I'm watching them from some great seats. My dad is just up there and I got my Sharpie in my hand and I'm going, okay, I'm hopefully getting my jersey side. This is going to be amazing. And I was rocking uh, this hat that I'm showing in front of the camera. It's the 2006, we won the league, we, uh, the league championship that year. And so this is the hat uh, that, that I had on my head. And so rocking a hat, rocking a jersey, got a Sharpie in my hand and um so I'm sitting there and all of a sudden coming towards me was Miguel Carrera. And during this time, during that time, he he just recently had joined the Tigers uh team after you know winning a, a championship with the Florida Marlins. And then he helped us get this league championship because he was, I think it was year two or year three, uh, that he helped us uh get to this pinnacle, and then we were on our way to um the the world series and then unfortunately uh we lost but so i'm rocking his hat he's coming towards me and i was just i'm just in awe i'm like oh my gosh it's miguel cabrera oh my goodness it's miguel cabrera don't you go anywhere the heard that with marisa tigney podcast we'll be right back after a brief pause to hear from our sponsor one of the amazing things that i love to do with my time i love working out and serving in the community and through that time, I have met some amazing people and I have met some extraordinary kids. And the one thing, believe it or not, that kids love and ask for is books, because many of them I found that they, they absolutely love reading, which is absolutely incredible. Um, I am so proud that I've met an incredible man uh, by the name of Trevor Romaine, and he is an author. He's an illustrator that has the most amazing, amazing literature for kids and for educators and for teachers, as well as parents. You have to check out his books. You have to check out his digital downloads. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of it. If you go to trevorromain.com, uh, T-R-E-V-O-R-R-O-M-A-I-N, no E at the end.com, check out all of his materials that he has, all his books, all his literature and digital downloads. You can save 15%. All heard that listeners, if you check it out, save 15% at the end of your checkout. Use the code heard that, H-E-A-R-D, T-H-A-T, and save 15%. You, I'm telling you what, it is some of the best materials out there that can help children and families become happier, healthier, and more confident. So use the code HEARDTHAT, save 15% off at trevorromaine.com today. And welcome back to the Heard That with Marisa Tigney podcast. And here's the thing, Heard That Nation, when you are watching somebody on TV, especially sports, because I've watched a ton of sports, a lot of sports, and you see these players that are on TV and everything else, it is completely different when you're watching them on television versus seeing them live. Because you, you see on a screen and, you know, you're making this so much noise and trying your team to win because you're at home in the comforts of your home and losing your mind. And then unless you have your significant other or, you know, I.E. my husband, he's just looking at me like, oh, why are you talking to the screen? The screen can't hear you. you. You just act out of your mind. But he does the same thing when his cowboys are on. So anyways, so you see, if you see, like I said, if you, it's, it's different when it's on the screen and then you see them live. They're bigger, um, taller, you know, strong. And so he's walking towards me and I was just like in, in stuck awe. And this is the part right here where it's just like, if any advice that we give somebody that is going to meet someone that they've always wanted to meet, 
a famous person in entertainment and in sports, whatever genre it is, politics, whatever. If you have that opportunity, be ready so you don't have to get ready mentally <laughs> what comes out of your mouth. He's coming towards me and I, I'm just looking at it and I'm just in awe because Miguel Cabrera is, is a big guy. And so here's me with, you know, my ball cap on, my Sharpie marker, and I'm just looking up and I'm just looking up and he's walking and he's got his back. And all I could just get out of my mouth at that time, everybody was just like, uh, 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 that's all I could get out. Not a hi, me, like, good luck today. Like, can you sign my hat? Nothing. Just, uh, that's all. <laughs> just like I was gasping for breath or something. I'm going, how, how in the world did this even happen? And so he's walking past me and I'm just like, and I shut my eyes and I'm like, I cannot believe that I didn't even, I just passed up my opportunity. Like I just, I, you know, shot my shot and then the shot just went, it just, it just bricked. Like, like it just shot to the basketball and it just went air ball. Like just literally no rim, no net, no backcourt, nothing. It just completely went over. And so then after standing there, I'm like, and I'm taking this deep breath. I hear a voice next to me that says, he's not as scary as he looks. And I'm like, yeah, I can't believe that I messed and I didn't even get the full sentence out. And the person standing next to me, and I'm showing the hat again, number three that we attained that year in 2007, the fall of 2007 was Gary Sheffield. And I was just like, Mr. Sheffield, oh my goodness. You know, and we just chopped it up for a little bit and everything else. And of course, this is the hat that I had and he wasn't part of this, you know, uh, pennant championship that we had. So I was just like, would you sign my hat? And he was so gracious that he did, you know? And so that was really cool. But it's just like, at the same token too, like I missed the opportunity to talk to Miguel Cabrera, but same token too, you know, shout out to Gary Sheffield for getting, you know, for signing this hat, for being part of a team that he wasn't even, you know, the year that he didn't be, wasn't part of the panic race, but you know, it was, it was cool to, to have that moment. So, you know, one day I hope to, uh, and I'm putting this out there cause I'm a person that, you know, it dreams big and, you know, walks by faith and everything else that, you know, I get another chance to meet Miguel Cabrera. So hopefully somebody will go once this goes out there into, you know, podcast land and YouTube land. So I get a hold of Miguel Cabrera you know, your girl wants to run it back. And I promise you, the confidence will come out. It won't be, you know, none of that that happened at that time. So, but like I said, before I end this show, you know, some big things has been happening for your girl, um, you know, besides hitting year three. And I want to shout out to y'all. We are at year three with the Heard That Tick, Heard That with Marissa Tigney podcast. Thank you to everybody that's been following this journey. So much more to come. I know I had, you know, several things I had going on this summer, some vacations. I stepped away from the microphone for a moment. I did, you know, my very first live show, more of that to come and things that I have going on. Some amazing guests that are going to be coming on. But we're hit, we hit year three, y'all. We are over a hundred episodes uh, on the, the podcast airways. We're near almost 70 uh on youtube give or take a few episodes i'm still doing including specials and all that so thank you for the subscriptions thank you for the shares thank you for the likes thank you for the comments uh y'all be hitting up the dms and wanting you know want to know what was up with me and everything so i'm good your girl is good uh refreshed still out there you know chasing this amazing dream of the podcast around to come up you know wanting to do things with this show two job in it right now but you know what like i said i'm a big person that you know i'm a person that dreams big 
uh, that goes big, you know, even though that I got all a bunch of no's, I don't let it deter me from my dreams. That is for somebody. So hope somebody receives that. But before I end this show, I want to end it with this story that happened to me recently. So uh, there was an incredible, was an incredible human being by the name of Kenny Burns, who has years upon years upon years in the music industry. And his brand is massively big. Um, he has an incredible podcast that's out right now. Uh, he has hosted a number of events and things. And the first time I've ever seen him was hosting one of the uh, Club Quarantine live events. And when I tell you this man's energy is beyond infectious, like he will draw the audience in with his voice. He will get you hyped. He will get you crunk. If you don't have any rhythm, you'll find rhythm that night to start dancing, sing along, everything of that nature. And the most epic one that I went to recently was the one in Detroit. And I had posted something to the fact of, you know, thanking him for, you know, bringing the city that I love, the state that I'm from together. And just, you know, we had such a vibe that night and, you know, and I met him on a couple of occasions. Well, he had a contest because they were expanding their brand, you know, and they were looking for correspondence, one for, you know, music, one for, um, uh, you know, politics, one for health and uh, beauty, and, uh, you know, one for play-by-play -play sports. And so I'm going, oh my gosh, this is awesome. And so here's the thing, I wasn't going to enter, you know, because I was going, okay, I'm continuing the build, you know, the heard that, I got things that I got going, you know, coming up, and, you know, trying to get some of these guests to, you know, confirm to be on the show. And so this is where people were literally flooding that my, you know, people that got my number or they were flooding the DMs or anything else like, oh my gosh, Marisa, this is your opportunity. Oh my gosh, you need to make this happen, you know, and so on, so on, so on. And so a recent guest, you know, a frequent guest on the show, Monty Moss, and y'all have seen him on this platform many of time where we have done, you know, the 68 tournament and talked about different things. He's out of New Jersey, a phenomenal sportscaster uh, in his own right. And so he texts me, he goes, so when are we doing this? And I'm like, what do you mean by we? <laughs> You know, I think, you know, he's great. He's got this. There's some other people on their platform that I, you know, on their platforms, I follow them on Instagram or on Facebook or whatever. I'm like, man, they sound amazing. Their vocabulary is on point and all of that. And so he, he was like, when are we doing this? I'm like, I don't know what we is happening, you know, but you know, you can do this. He goes, no, he goes, I think that we should go and do this together. He goes, I'm not going, you know, doing this without you. And so I'm going, okay, well, Let's put a, you know, a minute reel together and see what happens. So we entered in uh, before the deadline was cut off. And mind you, it was already, the contest was already open. So people were already entering it. And I'm seeing people's videos go up and, you know, just liking all of them and, and, and seeing what they're, they're all about. And so we put ours in and shout out to Jen Rodriguez for doing an amazing quick edit on a, a one minute reel that we did together. So we'll put that in. I sent it in to uh the the editors and the people love the kenny burns show and you know they posted it up and then the amount of people that you know voted i i didn't know the numbers i just saw that people were viewing it i saw that people were posting it in their stories on instagram i saw that people uh were saying a lot of kind things um on there i was just in awe uh, you know, how many people were, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, we're so excited. We can't believe that you all did this. You all are going to win and everything else. And so 
literally, yo, my heart is beating out of my chest. And here's the here's thing of all of it is that I was at complete peace, whether it, it would happen or if it didn't happen. I was at complete peace because I was rooting for everybody. I was rooting for everybody that, you know, stepped out, uh, out, out of the box and entered and, you know, they wanted to take their, you know, skill to the next level. I was rooting for everybody, you know, and so I was at complete peace. And it is so, you know, that peace that just sits with you where you don't have to worry, you're not nervous or anything else. And so when it came time, well, after all the entries were in, after all the votes were counted, it came time to announce. And so he um, pulled up some people that were in the final, you know, the ones that were in the finals pretty much of there. So, you know, it, I, you know, I waited for him to, you know, cue me up and so forth. So, you know, IG and their um, glitches that they have from time to time, if you have IG, you can relate. Uh, so he didn't, they didn't have time to do so. So he announced the winner. And so the last category was a play-by-play one. And so they were, they said my name, you know, and like I said, Monty Moss also is part of the duo. So it sent it under uh, my page. And so they had somebody else that was doing sports and, you know, his voice was absolutely amazing. And, you know, what he was talking about in, in, in his video entry. And so, you know, at first it was just, you know, you have that moment where <laughs> it, it it's just like, it just goes in slow-mo where you're seeing, you know, Tiff, and shout out to Tiffany Hamilton and Kenny Burns. They're announcing the winners. And so it was just like that moment, it was going slow-mo. I heard my name and I heard the other person that was also a finalist in this. And so, and then, so then Kenny asked her, she goes, so, you know, who the winner is? And they said, Marisa Tigney podcast. And I, I, I was stunned. And so I'm seeing people in the chat saying, congratulations. And so I put in capital letters, <laughs> did I win? I said, wait. Did we win? Did we win? Hold on. Did we win? And so your girl is a correspondent. She's a sports correspondent along with the super talented Monty Moss for the Kenny Burns show. We do uh, play by play. We talk about the top uh, sports news and updates of the week. And the exciting thing is that we were slated on Wednesdays every single week, but now we do it two times a week because there's just so much to dive into. Uh, so now we do Mondays and Wednesdays on IG on the Kenny Burns show. So please follow the Kenny Burns show on Instagram. Follow your girl, Marisa underscore Tigney underscore podcast. And please follow the incredible Monty Moss, uh, Monty Moss, the number three on Instagram. We are correspondents. We are doggone correspondents on the Kenny Burns show. So her that is still active, still going on. Uh, I'm on another podcast, Death Texas and Sports Podcast, with three incredible gentlemen, Ben and Jeff and Gary. And then now I'm a correspondent, sports correspondent for the Kenny Burns show. So I, I am I'm just beyond over the moon. I cannot wait to see what else evolves from all of these ventures that I'm on. Uh, shout out to every single person that voted for us that you know that got us to where we needed to be to have this opportunity we do not take it lightly uh it's been an absolute ride some late nights some you know uh you know late recordings but in order for you to chase your dreams and to make them happen and to make them uh grow it's, you know, some things do need to be sacrificed sometimes in the sleep. <laughs> uh, so like I said, I'm in that two job world right now, soon to, you know, have everything evolve and, and, you know, to where I 
you know, do this full time, the thing that I love um, and to, you know, travel around the world and, you know, and to host and to, uh, you know, talk and talk sports and talk with people and, and everything. And so, and this is, this has been an absolute amazing ride uh, that is just going to get even better. So I, I thank all of you. I thank the supporters. Uh, I thank the silence of watchers. I thank the people that, you know, doubted me that didn't think that this would continue. Um, you know, your girl is just getting better and better each episode day by day uh, as it continue to write, as it continue to evolve. Uh, so anytime that you have that moment in your life where you don't think your dreams are, are even worthy enough to go for what you want to do, go for it. That still small voice inside of you will let you know that everything is going to turn out the way it's supposed to turn out. And it's going to turn out amazingly. Why? Because you continually to pursue your passions and your dreams and to go for it. So thank you, everybody that has made this girl, this woman, this 50-year-old woman realize it's not too late to continue to go for her, her passion and her dream. And I thank each and every one of you all for tuning into this incredible show, show, more to come. And as I always end the show, take care, stay safe. Year three, baby. And we're out of here. Be in the know of new episodes that are coming up on the podcast at heardthatwithmarisa.com. I'm also available on Instagram at Marisa Tigney Podcast, on Twitter at Lovely Marisa T, as well as Facebook on a social media page, Heard That With Marisa Tigney. I appreciate your continued support. Well, you have that moment where it, it, it's just like, it just goes in slow-mo where you're seeing, you know,